Hey guys, it's Steve. Uh, just me um, recording this solo before uh, we get to the uh, betting show tonight with Pamela Maldonado of Yahoo Sports, and uh, we complete our Open Championship betting card uh, this week. Uh, I, I wanted to get a couple things off my chest uh, before we start the show, though. Uh, the first one's it's an apology, uh, an apology to our guests, Andy and Jeff, last night, an apology to my co-host, an apology to you guys. Uh, I, I didn't bring my A-game last night. I knew it. Uh, I wasn't prepared uh, for reasons I will talk about a little bit. Um, but I was defensive. I was terse. I was cold, especially when I was called out on stuff that I knew was pretty shaky logic. And they rightfully called me out for some stuff that, you know, I, some, some things I should have been a little better prepared for. And I just was kind of a jerk. So I apologize to them. I apologize to you guys because I definitely take pride in what I do for the show, all the content I provide, and trying to give you guys the best information I can to help you bet better, bet smarter about golf, even if some of my picks are wildly offline. At least I know that I'm pointing in the right direction as far as how to bet and what to bet. So for that, I apologize. I, I, I definitely will bring my A game tonight. But... The real reason why I wanted to talk to you guys tonight is um, so probably like you, uh, I listened to a lot of talk radio growing up, and that kind of is why I love doing what I'm doing right now. Uh, but whenever a co-host just mysteriously disappeared, like suspension or firing or whatever, and no one would say anything, uh, it would drive me nuts. It probably drove you nuts too. Uh, so I figured... It's probably best to just get come from the horse's mouth right now um, with what's going on. Uh, so this is going to be the last time you hear from me for a little while. Not forever, not all that long, uh, but enough for you to notice. Um, right now, my family is dealing with a medical issue that requires my undivided attention to energy to take care of it. Um, the good news is that once we're through it, everything will be fine. Like everything will be good. Um, it just, the process to get there is going to be pretty rough. And while this show and the podcast and the column and the SGPN has provided a lot of really good, uh, creative fulfillment and honestly, kind of a distraction for tough times in the last couple of years, kind of like what probably all of you have been through ever since basically the pandemic has started. Um, I need to put it on the back burner to attend to this. And I'm just going to be honest, guys, golf doesn't really matter right now. And uh, I can't do this and that at the same time and also try and, you know, give you guys good picks and analysis too. So um, I will be back though. Uh, you're also in good hands uh, for the time being. Boston Capper is going to have a lot of guests lined up between now and when I return just to keep the seat warm. Uh, and you can expect to hear from me again sometime this fall. I, I want to thank uh, Sean and Kramer of SGPN as well. They provided this opportunity to me and basically been really great to work for over the last five years. And they've been very understanding of the situation. And I appreciate everything they've been doing to get me through this as well. Uh, and thank you to you guys too. Uh, without your support, we would not be having three shows a week. Uh, I probably would not be even giving you this message right now if it wasn't for you guys, uh, where I would feel the need to explain why I'm not here. Um, and it just without your guys' support, uh, we could not have done what we've done so far with the show. And I do look forward to returning and taking the show and the column and all the golf content we provide on SGPN just to new heights. So uh, with that said, uh, let's get on to our betting show. This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 bucks at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet, win, bit, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat best bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. 
All right, welcome back, DJs, for the betting show for the Open. It's your boy, Boston Capital, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, and special guest from Yahoo Sportsbook, Pamela Maldonado. Pamela, how are we doing? You ready for the week? You're going to be getting up at 2 a.m. to watch tea times? Um, no. <laughs> Hard pass <laughs> on that one to watch him golf. If it was Wimbledon, if it was the French Open, absolutely. But I'm just going to watch the highlights. I'm going to see what the commentators say. I'm going to get some feed, some news and information from you guys. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. This is a tough, tough tournament. I feel like I've crushed all three majors this year. I don't think that's going to be the case this time around with, I'm going to still say the British Open. It is hard. The course is hard. The weather's hard. It's very difficult to kind of handicap here. So I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think the firmness of the golf course is going to really throw people off. And like, I've, uh, you know, we had a guest on last night who got text messages from somebody who played the course and said, "Hey, like, I hit driver, but it went way too far." And these guys are going to be really befuddled as far as like what clubs they got to hit off the tee and where they want position because you know, kind of like what I said on Sunday, just there's not a real, like, a correct way to play it. It's basically a choose your own adventure golf course. If you want to lay back, if you get a little better angle, you can. You want to be a little more aggressive you can do that too so and we don't really know how these guys what uh you know uh strategies the guys these guys are going to take so yeah we're just basically you know going to guess a little bit um yep. you know like Lots of yeah you do use a lot of stats though like is there anything in particular you're really honing in on well so yes and no um i mostly looked at i weighed heavily in recent form because yep, i don't want to screw up that's like oh well they could be good no like have you been good lately and I also looked at links history on links courses. And I also looked at how you do in majors and how you do in these strong field tournaments that, so it doesn't necessarily mean that it is a major because mm -hmm. I mean, more often than not, those strong field tournaments are still tough to handle. You still have to be maybe somewhat accurate off the tee. You still have to know how to navigate greens. You still have to know how to putt maybe some sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a mixed bag. I kind of looked at multiple things. But I honed in on, I am just looking at recent form, how well you do in strong fields. And more so, I'm concentrating on like iron play because of exactly what you said off the tee. This is probably going to be a less than driver course. Probably you can bomb it. Most often than not, you can kind of just like put it in the fairway. I want to see how you do with your irons. These are greens are huge. So I don't want somebody who's going to knock it 30 yard, 30 feet away from the hole. Like pinpoint it as close as you can so i'm weighing uh, approach more heavily this week than probably previously before in recent weeks yeah i mean that's what i i found out too just digging this place especially st andrews it seems like in the 2015 leaderboard just all the really good iron players do really well that week and kind of like what you said you know these greens are really big um you know it's it also demands a little bit of creativity and thought it's not just like mindlessly you know, going to like TBC Deer Run and just like, you know, pepper mm -hmm. in the middle of the green or something like that, you know, it's and the guys who tended to be the best iron players, especially from shorter range too, um, and were a little more creative, just, you know, they had the most tools in their bag and that helped them. So yeah, I, I think you're right on the right track. And, uh, you know, as far as like some of the other stuff you have, like you're not over overcomplicating, you're picking good players, you're picking solid players. That's what this golf mm -hmm. course demands. Like, you know, sometimes we go into tournaments, you hear stats like, all right, proximity from like, scrambling from 30 yards or something like that. And it's such a galaxy brain take or something like that. It never works out. But yeah, I, I think you're going to do just fine with uh, what you got. So Cabri, you got anything concept. else before we get into I'm sorry, go ahead. It's the same concept when it comes to ATP majors. Um, people mm -hmm. always want to take the long, long, long shots to win. It is still a major. And that really comes into play here because you want a guy who's going to be level-headed for all four rounds, especially on a course that could be as difficult as this one can. You do have thick rough. There is like uh, the yardages are going to change based off weather. The yardages are going to change based off their time slots. Are they in the morning or in the afternoon? Did it rain? Did it not? Or is it firm? Is it soft? I mean, it's <laughs> going to. So you need a player who's going to know his bag and the caddy that's going to trust him. So that's a very small handful of players that I trust for four full rounds to win. Now, you sure you can knock it in and look at some top, top 40s, top 20s. But when it comes to winning, I'm still looking at the elite players of the game and i'm probably not going to be considering the longer odds at least to win as an outright okay. yeah that's that's fair and you know what then there's always an opportunity during the tournament to bet those that's guys right. too yep. yeah and uh, see if you see i don't see any type of 
wait like uh a.m p.m like difference right Advantage. now it looks pretty looks pretty looks pretty steady throughout the day i'll wait till tomorrow and tap into that super forecast uh and maybe <laughs> and maybe check yeah. something else but i mean it looks pretty steady like eight nine miles an hour no big gusts so i don't think there's and I, I mean, it wouldn't even be like, I mean, guessing you get the AM, PM wave advantage, but everybody going off of one, I mean, you can really dial it down to like an hour if you really wanted to, if you thought there was some sort of fucking, uh, you know, advantage in that. In right. That, and like, and, and how they set up the tournament or the tea times here too. It's not like, all right, everybody goes from like 7 AM to like 10 AM. There's a break. And then yeah. like at like two o'clock, it's just continually throughout the day. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it really can come down to just like the hour and something like that. And I, I agree. Uh, I did see one forecast where potentially on Thursday, the afternoon guys might get a gust up to 20, but you know, I mean, it's 10 to 15. That's definitely not like, the hardest stuff you can play in St. Andrews, no. even though it is expo exposed to the wind. So possibly slight AM PM bias, but yeah. I don't I mean, it's, I feel like that's much. always the, it's always the case anyway, right? Because yeah. of course gets more burnout. Uh, Cousin Bush texted me that he's got a buddy over there and he says it's going to rain on Friday. I haven't seen that fucking Poss anywhere. Possibly. Maybe a little bit. Okay. So nothing to worry I'm about though. I don't think so. I also have to throw out there that I've played at the Royal Links in Vegas. So automatically that means I'm going hundred percent on my card this week. Right? That's right. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, there's, there's any reason to feel confident to try to get your bets. Good juju. That's perfectly fine with me. Uh, All right. They have, the, they have the same castle. They got us the same. A couple of the holes are the same. So I feel like I've been there. I know this right. course. You know it. Back my been, head. Exactly. No difference between Vegas and uh, where, where golf was. Solid. You're hundred percent. None. None. Yeah. No, definitely not. So. All right. Well, why don't we get right to the betting card then? So, uh, Pamela, why don't you kick it off with uh, your uh, outright bets for the tournament? Who you got winning this thing? I am picking Matthew Fitzpatrick. Um, he's a he's a player that's kind of like Will Zalatoris when it comes to every major. I'm gonna automatically pick him. Uh, he's, but you are still getting a top twenty plus money odds for him. So I like that. But since May, Fitzpatrick is second in strokes gained tee to green. He is second in strokes gained total. Mm -hmm. Here at Augusta, I'm comparing Augusta because I'm talking about like not as far as course, but I'm talking about like skills. Mm -hmm. I'm to me, uh, the Masters is like one of the most difficult courses, and so you have to have. I'm talking about level-headed players. I think he's a level-headed player. He took 14th at this year's in strong fields. He took a solo fifth at the PGA Championship. He won his first tour title at the U.S. Open. I was on him that week. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Most players, you always want to like, oh, he got his first tour win. He got a win, fade him the next week. Now Fitzpatrick followed that up with the sixth place finish. So his level-headedness is still there. And, I mean, that was at the, what was it, at the Gen at Scottish Open just Scottish last Open. week. And yep. he, he gave strokes in every single category. So there was no, like, letdown spot for him in that position. So why not catapult all of that positivity? He has gained strokes in every category in back-to-back -back events, a winning and a T6. So use that for this week. I'm, I'm, I love Fitzpatrick. Now the outright price isn't great, but it's a major. So you're not going to get anything spectacular. Like I said, mm -hmm. I'm not looking for the longer odds. So I love him to win this week. And I also love, uh, Jordan Spieth. Um, in his last 20 rounds, he's third in strokes gained around the green, losing strokes just once where he missed the cut at the Memorial, but he's top 10 in par four scoring, which really matters because there's only two par threes and two par fives. Um, he gained strokes in every category for a top 10 finish at the Scottish open. He did have a bad back nine. It, he had three, he was three over par. He had three bogeys, one double. Yet he still finished in the top ten. I mean, that's like a pretty solid play right there. Yeah. And he has great history with the Open. I'm pretty sure that this is like a popular play. He oh, yeah. has great history with the Open. Five top twenties, four all in the top tens. He took runner up at this at here last year. It was a different course, and he won in 2017. Followed that up with the T9. He's just good. T, I kind of trust his game. Before in 2015 here at this course. So I think it's all about finding your rhythm at the right time, finding your game, your pot, your uh, confidence at the right time. And maybe last week with his T10 at Scottish open, you can use that for this week. Okay. Yeah. I mean, those are great picks. Uh, and I, I appreciate you referencing Augusta national for uh, Fitzpatrick just cause you know, I, I, uh, on the Sunday preview, I basically beat Capper over the head with all the guys who finished <laughs> in the top 10 St. Andrews and all the Augusta national comps, even all the old guys too. Yeah, I mean, I, 2005 was kind of a tough scene for golf with uh, Jose Maria Alonso <laughs> was killing everybody. Still, um, Capper, what about you? Who's uh, your outright bets? You got? I only got two guys right now because they're both short numbers. Uh, well, I got Cam Smith. I got him at 31. So I'll take. Oh, I, actually, I take the back. I have three guys because I mistake bet Neiman uh, for the U.S. Open, but actually bet him for the British Open. Uh, so I, I got Smith. 
it's the same type of thing. He's a world-class player. You're definitely going to need imagination. I mean, we've kind of beat this narrative to death, right? You're going to need to know. You get, your short game's going to need to be good. You're going to need to be able to make putts. He can lag putt. He can drain putts. He's wild off the tee. Um, but it shouldn't hurt you too much here, especially if everybody's going to be clubbing down and getting God knows what type of roll when it hits these hard pan fairways, man. I saw some videos today of how hard that fucking fairway is, man. Mm-hmm. Some dude potted from, I want to say, I don't know, 75 yards and fucking rolled it up to the pin. It's pretty wild, man. Um, so I got him. Uh, and I'm on speed too. I bit the bullet at 17 to 1. In my brain, if I'm looking for a player who can has a great history at the Open, coming in a really good form, uh, I mean – I, I don't know what else you could ask for. Like if it, you built the player in like Tiger Woods golf, this would be the guy that you would want to play St. Andrews. Uh, he's just a, he, he's imaginative. He's his putting is actually coming back to the right direction. Like I said, he's gained over his last, uh, over his last three um, when he was before he was missing bunnies and, and his short game was, you know, killing him with the, with the potting. But uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I had to bite the bullet and because he's only 17, I don't usually go down this slow. Like, Kind of just want to bet Xander and call it a fucking day, make it those three, and just that's go what up. I wanted to do. I was like, why am I not just going to bet Xander? Like, can he win three straight in a row? It's golf. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> Who fucking knows if he actually can? Yeah, exactly. We'll find out. Yeah, we will find out. And so, and his number was a little shorter, so I took speed. I'll see if I. I I'm not. I'm not going to catch any drift, but I still got till tomorrow. I'm waiting to see if I, anybody else wants to. Give me some nuggets on why I should bet somebody. You know what I mean? And somebody who I might be leaning for. I, I like Fitz too. I, I don't bet Fitz ever. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, he even got the bad side of the wave last week and he still was able to do that, right? He got the bad wind and uh, he was still able to make it out. So yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at right now. Like, I want to bet Xander. I can't bet Rory just because, you know, I've dug in on my take with Rory. So um, if he wins, he wins. And that's it. What about you? Who you got? Okay. All right. Well, I got six guys. Um, so maybe I can talk you on in a couple of them. Come on. <laughs> All right. So let's start with Scotty Scheffler right at the top 20 to one. Um, I'm not really all concerned about the miscut last week. It was kind of crazy weather. Uh, I know that's a trend of guys coming in of you made the cut in your last start. I did see Justin Thomas say today that he was actually very happy that he missed the cut. So he can go and practice at St. Andrews. So maybe Scotty Shepard did the same thing. That actually might be a blessing disguise that uh, he missed the cut. Otherwise, though, I mean, he hit the ball fine. He was fine off the tee. Fine was his approach. He was kind of a mess around the green and putting. I think he's going to clean that up because he's generally a pretty good putter and scrambler overall. But, the you know, everything else I want from him, as far as guys I've seen from a winner, you know, he has. Like, great tee to green. Really efficient. You know, great off the tee. Uh, great iron player too. And he just has a really good head on his shoulders. I think that's, you know, going to be really important this week because St. Andrews really is a golf course that a lot of people just don't like when they first play. It can be unfair. Uh, I like him a lot this week at 20 to one. I was very happy to see a two in front of him. I like that. I like that number. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. I I think that's actually might be drifting a little more. So stay tuned. Um, I already mentioned yesterday, uh, I grabbed Xander at 26 to one last week uh, to the chagrin of, yeah, that's uh, a little finger to me. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I could talk you out of it. I'm going to go bet at 26 to one. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I saw, oh, he fit all my criteria. All right. I'm just going to build suspense. He's not going to actually win. We got time and I'm going to save for Sunday. And then he actually won the damn thing. He went to 12. So uh, if he wins, the show is officially over. I'm sorry. Uh, But other, otherwise, like I I mentioned this last night, uh, Andy, Lack mentioned that, uh, you know, what if this is just a Scotty Scheffler heater? And I kind of said the same thing about Scheffler for the Masters. He ended up winning. I also recalled uh, before in 20, 2018 when Francesco Molinari just started finishing first and second in every tournament. And I remember thinking he's not actually going to keep his role. And he actually did. Yep. So I, I'm not going to just ignore it. Like he checks all the boxes, literally all the boxes for me. There's that. Um, I ended up going in on Tony Finau 55 to one. That's another guy that checks a lot of boxes for me as far as just like overall performance of what you bring to the table for St. Andrews, efficient T degree, great iron play. Um, the three putt avoidance stat. I mentioned that as far as like in general in the tournament has a matter, but for winners, that was the difference between winning and losing. He's been actually mm-hmm. pretty good in that stat as well. Um, I'm not really concerned with the fact that he didn't play last week. You know, maybe that means he actually was at St. Andrews, you know, getting familiar with the course. I think that's going to be important. Uh, great finishes recently at T4 at uh, Colonial, T2 at the Canadian Open, T13 at Travelers. Um, and he probably should have made the cut at the U.S. Open. He just bogeyed the last two holes. No, and, no. 
Yeah. So I, I, I like, and I like the number of 55 to one for a guy who has really good open championship history as well. Yeah. And well, Augusta I like history. If you I like that those. number. I, I, I toyed with Tony. Okay. Um, I ended up going down Matsuyama 55 to one as well. Uh, okay. I'm just going to trust the trends because he checked 12 to 13 of the ones I listed. Um, I looked a lot at the 2018 uh, Open Championship. That was the last firm and fast one we had. A lot of guys, just the team no-putt guys, just efficient ball strikers, great iron players, can't really putt. And yeah. that kind of fits the bill for him. Uh, he's been struggling a little bit off the team, maybe with clubbing down that's going to help him, maybe some wider fairways that will help him. The iron play is still there. I love that about him. He actually ranks pretty highly in the three-putt avoidance stat as well this year, so that checked the box for me. Um, and he did have a top 10 in Mirrorfield. Uh, that was also firm and fast, kind of like we'll see this week. Um, I just, I'm going to trust what I looked at with him at 55-1, to 1, that he's just a premier ball striker, and the links to Augusta National, too. Played well there this year. Maybe he can play yeah. well at St. Andrews if for the win. And then two guys, I don't think they're going to win, but I thought the number was wrong. I grabbed them last week, uh, or I grabbed them on Sunday. Joaquin Neiman, 70-1. to 1. Um, he fit a lot of the criteria I mentioned, just great iron player. Um, you know, he won Riviera and I always have a lot of respect for guys who win Riviera. So I just 71, I don't think he's actually going to win, but I thought that was a good number considering yeah. where he is now. And then Max Holman 91, again, like those two don't, guys don't have a lot of open championship history. I'm not really expecting a whole lot, but just as far as just like what they've done this year, their pedigree, you know, how they played some of their stats, those yeah. are two pretty good numbers for those guys just there and just see what happens. So. Yeah, I uh, I love I love I, I wanted to bet home this week, but I just couldn't pull the trigger just because based on his experience. But I mean, he he had a good week over in Scotland, right up mm -hmm. until Sunday, and then he went and he played. He was playing links courses over there too, in between. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't, I, I don't hate it. I don't love home for an outright, but I like him for like the top twenty markets. You mm -hmm, get a plus definitely. money on him, almost two to one. Yeah. And for exactly like, I'm not taking him as an outright because he actually does pretty freaking bad in these majors in these strong field tournaments eight, like eight mistake cuts or something like well i mean so he's young too right so you gotta think like a Matt, lot of these max guys, helma yeah how, how no, old? he's like 32 no he's not is yeah he he's really? a, he's definitely in his 30s oh man i thought you screw like, this up all the time with these listen guys. i'm bad at guessing ages man i, I should start setting betting lines over under for should. ages <laughs> just just rake in the cash from you <laughs> uh anyways you, you go ahead continue no, no, I, I just I like that. So I, I like him in the top twenty market as well. Okay, um, but right. yeah, I mean, I can't believe he's thirty two. Um, yeah. But listen, he's definitely coming into his own. He's his he's, his his play over the last year and a half, two years, has been a lot better than it has been. Yeah, and he's before. won on a lot of difficult, like firmer golf courses yeah. too. So yeah, I, I, I like that of him. So you guys got to make sure you get down on the win bet fifty dollar to win two hundred dollar promotion where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars of free bets if you're betting baseball you got to check out win bet there with their reduced juice in baseball games it makes them the best place to bet the mlb and if you bet five hundred dollars in sports or casino before july 31st 2022 you get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at encore beach club including a two-night stay at the wind resorts for you and your entire league multiple entries are allowed there's so much to choose from and all you got to do is download the win bet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in state where playthrough win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper, too, by playing a new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players you like and pick the over-under. For example, the points of basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere between 2 and 20 times the money you put in. And the main reason I'm excited about the over-under app on or the over under on sleeper is is the only app where i can join my buddies contest and play together it's got a built-in group chat where i can see and copy my friends picks with a tap of a button it's insanely fun to write it out together so stop doing what you're doing and download sleeper to play their new over under game have fun with your friends and make some money so on your phone go join our listener group over at sleeper dot com slash sgp and sleep will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks that's right join the squad and get a 100 percent deposit match on sleeper.com slash sgp 
And the SGPN Discord. You guys got to go make sure you check out the new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right. Um, why don't we move over to the matchups? So, Pamela, why don't you go first? What's uh, the first matchup you like uh, on your betting card? Call me crazy. I'm going to fade John Rum. So I like taking Roy McIlroy minus 130 over Rom, and I also like Xander as minus 120 over Rom. I don't know what happened to Rom. <laughs> he has lately, you keep wanting to say like he's one of the best players, and yeah, he absolutely is. He was role number one for a reason. But like as of late, he's just he's not really doing anything like impressive. He's just Agreed. kind of like average right now, which is still like better than most people's like ceiling. Right. But I mean, like he won the Mexico Open and it's like, okay, great. You won a field. The strength of field was like 100. Like you were the only name, named player there. Fina was he, there. Fina was there. And then he took like 48th at the PGA Championship. He did do T10 um, at the Memorial, but he lost strokes off the tee. Um, he took 12th at the US Open. So I, I think he can still like do well. But I just have more confidence in at the Scottish Open. He took a T55. He really didn't do anything. It was just kind of like average. But I just have more confidence in like Rory's game. Like his floor on a bad day is still better than Rom's mediocre day as well. And Xander, I mean, there's nobody hotter than the sun right now than Xander. So I'm just going to fade like Rom, who. I, I don't know what it is. I can't put, I can't pinpoint. Like, it's not like he's bad. I'm not saying no, that. He, he's just, but I'm saying struggling. these guys are better. <laughs> yeah. He's been struggling with, you know, a lot of the aspects of his game right now. I mean, there's no hiding it, right? He's around the green and his putting. And, and it is just, all aspects. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, last 12 rounds for John Rahm, it's like he's gaining 0.14 off the tee, 0.39 approach. 0.32 round the green, 0.7 putting, but like it's just kind of meh. Meh. Yeah. yeah exactly. For John meh. Rom Sanders, I mean, especially what he was doing last year. Uh, that's funny. I also have Rory McElroy over John Rom. I kind of just kept it simple. I'm like, Rory's gonna beat Rom in this tournament. Rory's gonna play well. He's gonna beat Rom. That's it. The, the only yeah. thing that make it all three, baby. I got it too. That was uh, my the, first oh one. Oh my god. <laughs> so let me add just one more thing. The only thing that gives me a little bit concern is he did win. A real oh. Irish Open at Lynch, like a real Irish yeah. golf course. That sure. is like a quirky golf course. When was that? Wide approach shots. That was in Two 2019. Years he ago. did that. So is 2019 Rob? Rob? Is 2019 <laughs> Rom? Who he yeah. is now? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I, I just it was more the standpoint of he can be a hothead where like things just don't go right, and like if you're a hothead at St Andrews, like. You're toast. Mm -hmm. That you're toast. It the fact he was able to win there. I mean, it was a dog shit field, but like he won right. by like seven. And he was like 23 under there. Like the fact it's um, more the point of like the fact he's able to go. I've seen that him go can, to a golf course. That he can. Yeah, that he can. That's like, just it. So can Rory. Golf course he can. So can Xander. Yep. That's exactly true. I mean, that's that's I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I still lay right. a lot of money on Rory. <laughs> there we go. All right, then why don't we circle back to you since uh we all had Rory over Rom? Um, what's our matchup be like? I like Xander over Rom. Like uh, it was Xander just fade Rom. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> it was like a fade uh, Rom week. And I mean he's an underdog in both matchups, so it could definitely yeah. bite you in the butt. But I mean, I feel okay about it. And yeah. the prices aren't, you know, they're not terrible. You're getting 130 for Rory and you're doing 120 for Xander. So right. I, I I agree with the price points, and so I like both to fade from. Okay, like all right, Capper, what about you? What's the matchup be like? I'm going Fitz over JT at minus 105. Okay, so fading JT that's always scary. It is. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm fading Rom. I'm fading JT. Living on the edge, baby. Let's mm -hmm. fucking go, right? In so, a major. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And look, Fitz has got a great major record. He is he is he stone does. cold. JT just won a major. I don't know, man. It just worries me a little bit. You know, I don't really think he's injured. Maybe I don't. I, I mean, he withdrew and he said it was his back, and then he went out and played like absolute dog shit last week. What did he shoot? Fucking ten over. On he did, but then Friday? he made that quote. He's like, "I was excited to get here." Man, that's bullshit. That's what they say when uh, yeah. they want you to know they're injured. <laughs> yeah, and All like, right. oh okay. fuck you. He would have. He would have loved to have competed and raised that trophy versus Xander. Like that's All right. that's bullshit. Okay. Um, I don't believe him. Uh, and so. And he, his open, his open history isn't great. 
So I don't know. I, I just thought I, I, I didn't have Fitz anywhere else. I'm like, well, I lied. I got a little more fun. Uh, but I wanted I wanted Fitz, and I wanted it's just that just a hunch I got, man. And him shooting that bad on Friday after withdrawing just like really made my antenna go up. So um, okay. I'm just betting fucking Fitz over JT. Let's go. All right, no, that's that's completely fair. So, all right. I mean, what another one I like is it's two guys I like. Um, it's just the tiebreaker for me is well, I really like Joaquin Neiman. I mean, I bet I'm outright just. Um, he has not been good in his two opens that he's played. He's still really young too. Like he's only 23. I know he's been on the PG Tour for a long time, but I think there's still some things he needs to learn. Um, like the stats look great on him. Is that going to translate to Lynx Golf? I don't know. And he's going up against Tony Finau in a matchup, and just Finau has a lot of open championship experience, a lot of experience on different types of golf course, a lot of success in majors too, a lot more than Joaquin Neiman does. So Tony Finau minus 115 over Joaquin Neiman. I'm just going to take that. Yeah, I don't hate that. Okay. All right. Did uh, you take Neiman as an outright? I and, did. And, and, and Finau, <laughs> both of them. I did. It's more just I think Neiman has a little bit of a floor than Finau. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Capper, what about you? <laughs> Uh, so the Fitz versus JT. So the next one, I'm so she's picking on John Rahm. I'm going with the with the easy pick on man. I'm gonna fade. I'm gonna pick on Hovland. I'm taking Burns uh, at plus money over Hovland. Now I know Burns's history uh, isn't great at the Opens, but I don't care. Uh, Hovland is an absolute fucking disaster over the last uh, however long we were talking about last night. Um, and then I'm taking Neiman over Hovland for the same thing at even money. Uh, I don't think they're I don't think they're close right now. I think Hovland is just on name value. Like if you took his stats and his finishes and what he's been doing, there is no way he'd be priced this way against these two golfers right now. Um, so really it's just a play against Hovland and his awful around the green game. And yeah, I mean, that's really it. Like I'm just, I'm just picking on Hovland this week. Can I make a case for Hovland? You did last week. How'd that work out? Well, let me make another case. <laughs> I also made a case for Hovland and I didn't know he didn't have his clubs. I told you we didn't have his club. I, I told you I already, I already bet him at that point. <laughs> so it didn't matter. All right. So what he did, he hit the ball off. The, he basically had a Hovland week T to green. He was pretty good off the tee. He hit his irons pretty well, but two rounds was a mess scrambling. The biggest difference when he lost two strokes putting, like he was using a putter that I know they were man. They basically tried to recreate his stuff. But like, if you're using a different putter, like, yeah, no, I get it. That can mess you up. Yeah, no, I get it. So, I, play, I, mean, I played maybe, with rental clubs before. I'm like, holy shit. Right. So, so all, all I'm saying is like the, at least the ball striking is there. If he gets his putter back, is that if that turns around, then he's kind of doing Hovland things. I'm I'm so sick of this. I, like, I just don't. I mean, get, I feel like you're all are just saying like if Hovland does this, if Hovland does that every week, though, yeah. it, it's, it's no longer if. It's like, well, just do it once. He, and maybe right. I'll be back. He, his That's, best his best finish since the players he he came in twenty first at the Schwab. Other yeah, than that, yeah. it's been garbage. Miscut, miscut, fifty first, forty first, twenty seventh at the Masters. I know exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's the problem. Like I I remember Augusta. It just he, his around the green game was a disaster, and the bunker play was awful. Like Andy Lack brought up a good point. Maybe it's in his head. And it's yeah. kind of bled into his game now. That, that's a very okay. real possibility. It just I, that's just one thing I noticed where I'm just like, this could turn around quick. Confidence. It so. really, really is. People <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. overlook that. I always talk about ATP. I know I talk about ATP a lot, but you're talking <laughs> about like some of the best players in a best of five in tennis. A lot of it eventually in the match becomes mental. What do you think a major is when you know that you're playing the most elite players of the world yep. on one of the toughest courses on a place that is on a place that is called a home of golf eventually <laughs> and you've been playing like dog shit over the last few months like yeah eventually it's like well now i'm scared to do this shot now i'm scared to use this club now i'm scared to like hit my driver or you start second guessing thing you start guess second guessing yourself your caddy and then now you have results like hobland who we know should yeah. be better but he's got to find that confidence again Right. Yeah. I mean, listen, Hovland's not on my betting card, but I just, I just, Steve just likes to fucking argue with me. That's all I he do. Likes I, I, I do like to, you know, give you a pause a little bit. So, all right. So, my third matchup is you guys were talking about Brooks Kapka last night. If we just sharpied out his name and showed everything he's been doing this year, you would not be picking him. I yeah. understand the DFS leverage play. I I'm very it. well aware. Yeah. It's a DFS leverage play. Yeah. How many tournaments do you think he's played over the last four months? Are we counting live? We are counting live. Six? 
four. Wow. Played all just majors and, and lives. live. Who lives? Yeah. And he's, he's been bad. Doing... He's been bad. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, Listen, I get it. it, I, get, it I, I get it. It's a DFS play, man. It's, I will find I him anywhere it, else on my card. There's also other guys who are like three percent that you can at least like go. Yeah, but not at that natural pivot point, like in between two giant chops. Right, listen, listen, it's just a game if, theory thing, man. Listen, if Kepka plays well, congratulations. There was no skill behind it; it was just luck that you. Mm-hmm. It's not luck; it's a game theory. That's I know it's. I know it's yeah. game theory. Oh, so but, he's been tricking everybody over the last couple of months yeah. just to like no, show up today so and be like, "Gotcha." It's, it's only a DraftKings play. It's I understand. I, I understand that, but <laughs> so I, in a matchup though, I got I like Hideki this week. I got minus 120 over Brooks. I'm just going to take that. Yeah. That's no, fine. I don't, I don't think I need to explain it. No, you don't need to explain it. it. No. no. All right. All right. What up, Capper? You have like seven matches. I do. So go quickly I rapid do. fire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. This is, this, this, this is the last major for nine months, Pamela. Don't you judge me for betting more. <laughs> um, all right. So we talked about another live guy last night. Patty Reed over Billy Horschel. I don't hate that one. Right? Like, it's not like, bad. It's not bad. He's been playing okay on the live. I don't really know what to make of that, but he's not coming in fucking 40th, right? And <laughs> his grand total of one tournament on live. Playing take well. it. Listen, man, I'll take it. You know me, baby. I, I just need one little one little morsel and I'll go. Okay. Um, obviously, an incredible open history. This is another guy who scrambles his ass off, puts his ass off, and you know he is motivated to stick it to these fucking people. So he's going to be. Oh, Reed? Yes. Reed is absolutely motivated to like win something like this and to be able to thumb his nose. That guy is a prick. Um, <laughs> so Reed, Reed over Billy Ho, who has a terrible uh, open history. I mean, listen, I know he just won um, a very difficult tournament, but I don't know. I just don't trust him. I never trust him. But whenever I bet him, it goes the other way. So go ahead and yeah. fucking bet Billy Ho top 20. Uh, and then I'm going to bet I'm going to bet against one of my guys. Just because I was, I felt like I was right about English. Uh, I think he's back a little bit, um, and I'm getting him plus money against Munez. And I love Sebastian Munez, but um, if I can get plus money on, I mean, really, I mean, English was uh, insanely hot last year. Played on the Ryder Cup, obviously got that injury, he's starting to come back. I saw a little bit of signs of life. Played him, made a little money on him uh, last week, so I'm going back to that. And then uh, the guy we talked about last night, uh, Dylan Fratelli over Harding. Uh, so I'm taking a, a guy with really good open history, actually in pretty decent form, uh, against uh, a live guy who I don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Let's just roll the dice. That's it, baby. It's gambling. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> All right. Why don't we transition to positional? So, Pamela, why don't you have what? Uh, top, I, I know you mentioned you have Xander. I think top twenty. Do you have any other top tens and twenties on your betting card? Well, actually, so Xander, I was talking about Fitzpatrick. He's my outright, but you're getting oh, plus sorry. money on him for a top okay. 20. Now, Xander, that's actually interesting that you say that because he's only minus 135. Oh, I get minus, minus 115. To win in the top, to finish in the top 20. Yep. How do you just not like auto bet that? Like even minus 140, I would take. Like yeah. he's just playing that well. He has the skill sets. Even if he doesn't win, I'm not sure. Okay, I'm not, he could very well win. But I mean, just tell me that he's not—he's good off the tee. His ball striking is there. He can putt. And he's good at regarding the green. He hasn't really made a lot of like blunders over his career. Like he's pretty solid. Like one forty—is that a price that you would pay for a top twenty finish? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, just to, to say one more thing about Xander. The only Open Championship he did well was at Carnegie, and that was firm and fast, like we're gonna get this week with no nope. win. And what did he do? So, what did uh, he was, was C two? Second. Yeah. Let's go. So, okay. So Love then it. minus one forty. I don't hate that. Um I haven't <laughs> I haven't placed it myself because I was like, oh well that's a that's a lot for like a top twenty. But yeah, yeah, I'm pretty convinced that I like him for that. Um also for a top twenty. <sighs> I hate that I like this. <laughs> the look on <laughs> your like, the look. Oh, oh my god. I know. I'm just like, oh like I don't <laughs> want to say it out loud, but it's like Patrick Cantley. It's like homeboy, just do well in a major for once, please. Uh, yeah. I hear um, you. You're getting it's even money for top twenty. But his history in majors is just like it's not good. Like he uh, finally this year at the US Open, he took 14th, but he had a miscut at the PGA Championship. He had he, last year's open championship, he missed the cut. Of uh, I mean, he doesn't really do well. He, he doesn't have top 20 finishes inside of majors or difficult courses. In the masters, yeah. he took 39th. Like, so I'm really just going off of that recently. 
Mm-hmm. His game is freaking there. Like he missed the yep. cut in the PGA Championship, but he followed that up with the T3 at Memorial, a 14th That's at the, the US Open. That's out of the draw. And then 13th at the Travelers and 4th at the Scottish Open. He has gained strokes in every category in three of his last four tournaments. Well, listen, what what do you guys like about coffee? I mean, listen, some of your guys, you know, do uh, you guys like a Duncan's guy? Are you a Starbucks guy? You know, listen, save some money and make get some of this stuff at home, man. Go to Trade Coffee, man. Uh, it connects the customers with the freshest, best-tasting coffee they've ever made uh, by at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns, and trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. And listen, expert taste of coffee, uh, listen, the – the trade team over there actually taste tests thousands of different coffees. That sounds like a great job, actually. And they keep 450 kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. And they also got a first batch guarantee. Trade is so confident they'll match you uh, right with the first time. If they don't, they'll take your feedback. And an actual, actual coffee expert will work with you to send a, you out a brand new bag for free listen whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know what it tastes like when coffee is perfect trades real coffee experts personally taste like i said over 450 roads so they know exactly what to recommend for you because look the truth is what i like and what you like is going to be completely different you you will like a certain selection of coffee that are different from anybody else's taste so all you gotta do is answer a couple questions and you get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like and there's no gimmicks trade delivers a bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans or ground however you do it at home and they'll guarantee you'll love it or your first order is free trade has already delivered about five million bags of fresh coffee with more than seven hundred fifty thousand positive reviews so right now trade is offering new subscribers a total of 30 dollars off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash sgv that's 40 cups of coffee for free so go get started by taking the quiz over at drinktrade.com slash sgp and let trade find the coffee you'll love that's drinktrade.com slash sgp for over 30 dollars off i'm i want to trust his recent form but why can't he replicate that into some of these stronger field tournaments? He's yeah. that he is good enough. Like he should, he's good enough to be world number one, but his game is not translating to that of strong field events, mm-hmm. but you're getting even money for a top 20. So Patrick Cantley. Okay. I've, I've laid way worse bets. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just mentioned Carnoustie for Xander. I think Patrick Cantley's best finish at an open was T12 at Carnoustie. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, maybe coming to firm and fast and no wind. Might help him. So, Capper, what about you? All right. So, I was able to get Xander at minus 115 uh, on my local. Um, so, for all the reasons top, that we've already top talked Top 20, about. right? Yeah, top 20. Sorry. Okay. You know, I only do top 20s. Like, I don't have access yeah. to top 40s, and I don't feel like juice is worth the squeeze on the top 10s. Um, and then, so, uh, I got him. I got Speak at minus 115. And then, since I couldn't bet Rory outright, it was only minus 140 on my local for a top 20. Felt like that was pretty fucking nice so i i slammed that um and, and well, like we talked about earlier i got max homa uh at two to one uh for a top 20 and then we get into the greasy shit so <laughs> <laughs> so i got peters at plus 350 god i i, I you did it well, this this is your fault. Sinker, yeah yeah this is your fault that's yeah, fine um so peters right good good open history coming in a really good form can't bet him outright it's too volatile of a player but if I can get uh, almost four to one on it, uh, I'll take that. Going back to the well with my boy, the ear, Lucas Herbert, because uh, he completely burned me last week, and history teaches Did me. You say anything. the ear? Yeah, that's why. Oh. That's my nickname for him. Have you ever? Do you know what Lucas Herbert looks like? Go ahead, go ahead, and give it a guess, Google. I guess an ear. <laughs> yeah, give it a Google. You'll know immediately what we mean. <laughs> yeah, um, and so. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god again <laughs> okay. so, <Can't> unsee. <laughs> well I, so we got the nickname we were doing some garbage fall tournament and i was like scrolling through we were looking at like the field and i was like who the fuck is this guy this was like i don't know i guess probably a year and a half ago at this point and uh he was he was like a euro nobody and i was like holy fuck look at this guy's ear and that was it started calling oh me here and he yeah. cashed an outright for me in a very windy uh, condition tournament 
Yeah, yeah, it was very nice. Uh, anyway, so Herbert, hopefully the wind kicks up. Uh, completely fucked me last week. Typically, if I go away from a guy who really hurt me uh, the week uh, before, he comes through the following week. So this is just a complete, you know, superstitious cap of that. Um, and then did were you were you talking about how Tongli? Uh, last night, yes. Right. And then I heard him on something else today. I listened to like two things today, and now every Sunday thing starts to fucking run together. A couple other guys I had on Hao Tong Lee. Uh, pretty good course history. He's played St. Andrews really well. Um, I get him at plus 450. Um, those are my dogs again. Uh, and then I'm just going with my boy for a, for a fun nine to one. Thomas Dietrich, top 20. Let's fucking go. God, that's you explain bad. that one. Uh, I, I, there's no real reasoning other than I really like Thomas Dietrich. Um, his, form's, his form's okay. Um, I, he's never played up open, right? I, he may have. I don't, I don't think he has. I don't, I don't really follow ever. Thomas Dietrich's career all that closely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I like Dietrich. Uh, I like him with DraftKings, too. Hold on. Let me pull up his shit. The, um, yeah. Oh, no. He got cut last year. But that doesn't count. It wasn't a real open. There was no win, right? So that's, I mean, that doesn't count. Um, 10. <laughs> We're not going to win this year either, buddy. Okay. <laughs> but he just got a top 10 last week. Uh, 15th in uh, Corrales. 22nd at Mayakoba. 22nd at Bermuda. Pat power. Power tourneys. Power tourneys, baby. No strokes yeah. gained data for the last fucking four tournaments he's played. Well, that's a great thing. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I like him. I'm going to play him. Fuck you, Steve. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll quickly run through my positions, uh, top 20s, the 40s. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to really screw around my top 20s. Uh, Jordan Street, top 20, plus 105. Just He's going to play well this week. I mean, he's tailor-made for a place like St. Andrews. Form is coming in. You know, he played really good at the Scottish Open. I'm very encouraged by that. Um, top 20 of him, plus 105. Matthew Fitzpatrick, top 20, plus 115. is going to keep it rolling with him. Every, he checks a lot of the boxes, you know, just like great, great, great tee to green. Great iron player. You know, he's going to position himself pretty well uh, off the tee box, too. And I, 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 um, I, he hasn't had a top 10 in an open yet. I think he's going to get uh, at least a top 10. Maybe it's, you know, but I'm only going to the top 20 for him on this uh, on this uh, prop. Well, and then Shane Lowry. Top Hold on. What was that name that you said? The last oh, Fitzpa Fitzpatrick. It is. He just okay. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick She's top like, twenty plus. He's like all this stuff sounds very familiar. <laughs> and then Shane and then Shane Lowry top twenty plus one thirty again. Like oh I'm God. going to the well of the team no putt guys because that's been his problem lately. Just his putting's been horrific, but everything else We're across board team. Uh, well, chipping. He's at, yeah, I know. Well, I'm, just, I'm, still, I'm still bitter about that thing. I know you have, but I mean, hey, listen, if he was gaining point eight per round the last twelve rounds going into Heritage, maybe he actually wouldn't have put it in the water and he would have passed that out. So otherwise, though, great iron play, great off the tee. Um, another thing, too, is like Chambers Bay was really quirky and weird and firm and fast and it had big undulating greens. He was T9 there. I looked at that leaderboard. That looked a lot like an open championship leaderboard, too. I like that mm -hmm. he played well at that event. Um, top 20 on him, plus 130. Um, DJ top 30, plus 115. I could have went a little top farther with the 30. top 20. Top 30. So I went in between there. Pretty good that market. <laughs> Yeah, there's in a market in legal in legal sports book states. <laughs> so before he joined Liv, the only thing really that was going well for him was the iron play was really good, and he's been pretty good in his career under 125 yards with the wedges. Um, and look, like we don't really know statistically how he did it, Liv, but I thought at least watching the final round, he looked okay. He looked good, um, and I think he's played this course a couple times. He's got some experience with it. He was 36 hole leader. I know he can actually perform well at this tournament. Top 30 is a pretty low expectation of plus money. I'll take that. And then two top 40 bets. Just Adam Scott plus 155 for a top 40. I think he's, you know, the iron play's been pretty good. We haven't seen him since the US Open, but it was a T14. Again, another guy with a lot of experience, knows how to get around this golf course and a lot of open championship histories. Uh plus one fifty five for a top 40. And then Corey Connors, we didn't talk about him last night. Just another one of those like team no putt guys that shows up on firm open championship conditions. The iron play is still there. He's pretty good off the tee. I think he's going to position himself pretty well. He's got the Augusta National uh, good course history there. That's usually translated to uh, St. Andrews. I'm just going to go with him for a top 40 at plus one. I feel like I haven't heard Corey Connors like in a few months. Like, no, I mean, kind the, of so dropped off the radar. He was well, I mean, I think Canadian. there's what T4 Canadian Open. Yeah. And then he missed the cut at. Um, uh, the U.S. Open, US he was like T61 last week. 
Yeah, but yeah. I, I think he's going to pop up this week. It's I like I like him. I like him in DFS because I don't think he's going to be popular. And he's right in a sweet spot too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. I just feel like he hasn't been a popular player, and maybe like he totally is not on my radar right now. So yeah, maybe no, he, he seems like he's under the radar right now. But I had a good open last year. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He was T15. Well, at oh, so now you're going to use the open as a... Argument. However, it fits my narrative, Bubba. You know exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> so. All right, do you have any other positionals, Pamela, before we move on to first-round leader bets? <sighs> okay, so let me take a look. Let me scroll through my laundry list of players. Sure, go for um, it. My top 40, I did have a top 40, and it was Cam and Tringali, and I also don't love it because... <laughs> I, I looked at that one. I, I like that play. I think that's okay. I'm, Kind of super going into like his recent form. Like he has never, I mean, he took T6 at the Scottish Open and he didn't gain strokes off the tee, but he typically, I mean, he's not like a great player off the tee anyway. So mm-hmm. just keep it in the fairway, which is what he can do. He had like one bad round um, where he was like, I don't know, like 50% driving accuracy. So, but his iron shots are there. His around the green game is there. More importantly, he can putt. He's gained strokes in two of his last three. Um, but he took 14th at the U.S. Open, um, even though he did miss the cut at Travelers. Like I, I mentioned, he did follow it up with the T6 of the Scottish. So super recent form for a top 40. Yep. I like my plus 110 odds on that. Yep. No, I mean, I can I consider that, but I have a really bad track record betting Cameron Tringali. So I'm staying away, which is probably good news. for <laughs> yeah. And right. that's pretty much it. I almost did Tony Finau, and I just can't get over the fact that he missed the cut at the players and then he missed the cut at the US Open. And those are just two big time tournaments with like super strong fields. And I'm over Tony Finau for now. <laughs> All right. Do you want, Steve, before we jump to the first round leaders, do you want to just want me to run through like my DJ and exotics real quick? Okay. Yeah. I got a couple of those too. Yeah. So let's yeah, just, we we'll, we'll just burn through those because I know Pamela's okay. up against it. Oh, and then we also got to give our best bet. Um, okay. Because, because of those, uh, the give back gambler guys, they want to know what our best one is. These guys are on Twitter. Basically, they're raising money uh, for like uh, saving the ocean, basically, down in Costa Rica. So if we hit, they donate to, uh, basically a GoFundMe that they're raising money to try to help take care of the ocean where they live down in Costa Rica. So I thought it was a really cool thing. Uh, they got a bunch of other guys uh, into it, so I figured why not give back a little bit. And uh, so we'll do that. We'll give out our best bets. You guys can go follow them on Twitter. Um, pretty cool organization. So we got to do okay. that before the end of the show. So, family, we want your best bet as well before we go. Did you guys know that browsing online using on incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without the added security, security, you might as well give away all your private data, hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet, encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, especially important to some of you guys, and it will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you bit virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on limited devices without sacrificing your speed. You can even use it on things like your Fire Stick. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free, and it's super easy to use. All you got to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Um, all right, so my DGen bets. I don't want any pushback, Steve. DGen bets. <laughs> DGens. Top Asian. How Tong Lee, because somehow I talked myself into him in fucking 24 hours. <laughs> Seven to one. <laughs> Top South American. Dylan Fratelli, eight to one. Let's fucking go. Now, keep in mind, these aren't like the heavy bets. These are pizza bets, okay? Um, top amateur guy I just learned about yesterday. Uh, Nakajima, <laughs> two to one. Let's go. Um, both top five paying 15 to one. Fitz and Xander. I'll take that one. That's fine. That's a fun little bet. Throw 20 bucks on that. Uh, and then yeah. all all top 20. I, I, these never win, but they're fun to play in the majors. Spieth, Lowry, Neiman, and Vanna. And it pays 50 to one. That's fun. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then miscut Casey because fuck Paul Casey. Uh, and, and then and then all to make the cut Xander Spieth, and Tiger Tiger Woods y'all plus one fifty. 
Like, I had to have Tiger on my card somewhere. And who's rooting for him to miss the fucking Tiger? Nobody. Right. Um, and then I got the two randos from uh, uh, the offshore. Uh, Spieth, 21st or better, was minus 110. And Xander, uh, 20th or better, was uh, minus 125. So I doubled down on that because I already laid the other ones. So, okay. Fuck. All right. Um, so I love betting the scoring props for the tournament. I don't have access to them yet. I believe the number is going to come in around for cut line 144 and a half, which is uh, even odds for basically or over under basically even odds for a cut. Um, and then I think the winning score is like minus 16 and a half. I don't love the winning score. I don't have a good handle about what the winning score is. Gonna be. I have no I idea. I looked at that one too. <laughs> and I usually love taking that prop. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm guessing. Totally. What are they hanging it at? It's minus 16 and a half. I yeah so like I, it's it's right around like 15 with that's been at the open championship yeah. like but is the firm condition that's a, that's a stay away that's probably stay, stay away I do like if it's 144 and a half for a cut line I do like the under on it um I mean I just the the first two days I think they're gonna set it up pretty easy well not easy but like just not all that challenging um and I just I I think this golf course is not gonna yield like a lot of variance where like you know, there's birdies and there's like double bogeys, triple bogeys. It's mostly just to be like, you know, all right, birdies, pars, bogeys. I think it's going to keep kind of scoring bunched up a little bit, but it's nothing's going to get really too out of control. And it's top 70 in ties, so there's a lot of guys there. Uh, it was even uh, in 2015. I think it'd be even again. Wait, I, I thought it was top 65 in ties. Top 70 in ties. Hmm. Yeah. So, so you're uh, saying the cut line is going to be even? Yeah, I, it, I think it's going to be even or under par. That's my guess. I like that. So, uh, so yeah. if if I get access to it, I will bet it. I don't have that down yet. The rest of my exotics, though, it's a bunch of make cut prop parlay. Come on, let's so go. let's go. All right. So how about this one? And you guys tell me who blows it. Okay. <laughs> Rory, Xander, Fitzpatrick, Spieth, all make the cut plus one hundred five. Mm, I like that one. Who blows it? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. For the sake of my fucking sanity, nobody. All right, fine. All right, let's go I know, right? All right. Why are you spreading that negativity? <laughs> All right. Hi, this is Steve. Have you guys met? Yes. <laughs> All right. Fleetwood, Adam Scott, Louis Uswiza make cut plus 150. Who blows it? Two of the three. Fleetwood. That was his say Fleetwood and Scott. Yes. Yeah, All right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Scott, uh, Scott and would if anything yeah okay all right and then the last one Corey connor's aaron wise taylor gooch make the cut two to one look i like that gooch gooch yeah i, I think say, that might I, be the one too but i i like all three guys i like all three guys too i'll say wise yeah. just because i praised you so much for it last night now you gooch. did you now guys oh, I like wise though i like I know, wise. you guys totally mushed it you didn't even know he's in the damn tournament <laughs> no <I> never <laughs> should have mentioned it <laughs> All right, and then I agree with you. Tiger Wood makes the cut. I got him at minus one fifteen. Let's go. Right. Yeah. And you know what? It's St Andrews. I think he's going to have enough moxie to get around this place and beat a bunch of like British amateurs and old timers. It's pretty flat. Players. It's pretty What's flat. That? It's like mounds, but it's yeah. super flat. So like I'm talking yeah. about like if he has like bad knees or a bad back, it's still very doable. Like yeah. there's undulation, yeah. but it's like not really like not really on the body. It's more so just like a little bit of roll off. Yep. Yeah, so, and like I mean the, the the curves and undulations of the golf course, he knows it too. He's gonna get around there. Like oh, yeah. I, I just think he's gonna make that. And even at like Southern Hills, he grinded to make the cut suit to everybody's surprise. Like if he can do it there on one leg, like yeah, he can do it here. He can no do problem. this well rested. Yeah. So yeah, Tiger's gonna make the cut minus one fifteen. That's the only Tiger bet I have. Uh, I actually, actually don't mind that one. I think I'm gonna add that one to my betting card because I haven't yeah. done any Tiger since he's come back, but this is yeah. a good one to make. It's a it's a fun one, especially the rumors that this might be the last open he plays at St Andrews. Oh, like just maybe really? In general, so yeah, yeah, we might get the wave on the Swillican Bridge on Sunday. That might be. And I'm the one to always fucking complain on Saturday morning because I'm trying to watch some matchup bet that I got yelling about Tiger on my fucking TV when he's out of contention. But I won't even be doing that this time. Yeah, like I want to see Tiger get around there, and especially if it's the last go around there. Yeah, it's always special yeah. seeing like when Nicholas or Watson got on the Swilkin Bridge and like waved. It's it's a yeah. cool moment. So yeah. All yeah. right, first round leaders, we get the four a.m. sweats. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> all right. I always I've just picked off from you all, and I've learned like you just bet your first round leaders as the guys you already like to win anyway. So for yep. me, that's going to be Matthew Fitzpatrick. I mean, Cam and Tregali, throw them in there. Why not? Why not? Jordan, <laughs> why not? Jordan Spieth, Max Homa, Patrick Cantlay, and Rory. I always do Rory, and I he always, always Rory, comes too. through. 
Like he I, I is somebody like that it. I absolutely he trust. And you get him at you get him at twice the number for the for the entire tournament. Too. And then he yeah. ends up finishing in first round leader, and then he shits the bed the rest of the way. So it yeah. works out exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I got a better aces. number, and I didn't have to sweat till Sunday. I just had to exactly. sweat on Thursday. So, um, so those are my guys. The guys right, I already right. like. Capper, what about you? Also on Capper? Rory, no question. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. You're okay. <laughs> the, uh, always on Rory. Uh, Twenty to one. Xander. Thirty to one. Uh, Spieth, 28 to 1. Cam Smith, 40 to 1. Mm-hmm. Patty Reed, 80 to 1. Uh, and then I got uh, Homa at 65. I think my local is going to hang a better number, so I didn't bet that one yet. Uh, Peters, 80. Munez, 80, because I have to. That's just what I have to do. And then my mm-hmm. two, my two, my two long shots right now are Fertilli. Uh, Fratelli and Dietrich at one twenty-five apiece, and then I think I might add Wise. Okay, just because you like when you when you brought him up, and I was like, oh yeah, I didn't even know he was in the fucking field. Like this is a guy who I definitely would have dug in and bet. I started looking a little more today, and like he's definitely going to be a DK or uh, a DFS play. Uh, there you go. So yeah, all right, let's go. All right, I mean, I haven't made any of these bets yet. I'm still waiting to see like if there is going to be like an AM PM split. Maybe the weather changes, but so I got five guys. I I got. Pin for the AM five and the PM. So I'll just run through them real quick. So going off in the AM, Rory, I agree with you guys. 20 to 1 on him. Um, maybe just JT is fooling everybody. The back injury isn't real, and he ends up shooting like 63 on right, you know, at right in the morning. 35 to 1 for first round leader. He gets off the fast starts on majors sometimes too. So mm-hmm. like that. Cam, I agree. Cam Smith, 40 to 1, just gonna make a lot of birdies. Um, Justin Rose, 66 to one, you know, he got off to a fast start. The sky's open. He's got to fast starts and majors before. And yeah, he's fuck, he fucked us at the masters. Right. And he's played San Andrews pretty well. He's got pretty good birdie rates. I like him. And then Patrick Reed, eight to one, just right. stick it to the man. Let's go. Uh, and then going in the afternoon, Scotty Shuffler, 33 to one. I bet him outright. Let's see if he can get off to a fast start here. Jordan Spieth. I think everybody's going to bet Jordan Spieth first on leader. Uh, yep. Joaquin Neiman also has gone off to really fast starts at both at the masters. He got to a decent start. Got to a good start, I think, at Brookline, too. And then he faded real bad. But <laughs> Very fast. Yes. That has been a trend for him in a couple of tournaments this year. Just really good starts. 60 to 1 on Joaquin Neiman, first round leader. We can go with that. Like it. Uh, Mark Leishman, maybe he can rekindle some good feelings because he's playing absolutely terrible coming in. Oh, but yeah. you know what? You know, it's a good golf course for him. 90 to 1 on him. And then Christian Bazain, who all he really does is, can, is putt. If it's really benign conditions, maybe just gets on the green, just drains like a billion feet of pots that week. 95 to 1 on Christian Bazain, who is like the random like South African who's leading after day one. Love it. All right. We got anything else? You got anything else? Did we not say our best bets? Oh, yes. See? Thank you. I'm a fucking squirrel. (laughs) What's 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 your best bet of the week? It's Patrick Top 20 at Even Money. Um, I think... Like my book has 100, but I've also seen like minus 120. I would still pay that. This is Matthew Fitzpatrick, and he is just, I look for consistency, and nobody is as consistent as him. Is he winning like back to back titles like Xander or like five tournaments in like a season like uh, Scotty Shuffler is? No, but he has, he's a top 20 machine. I expect him to miss the cut. Um, I'm to miss the cut. I expect him to. No, oh, that's a jinx to myself. Damn it! We'll add that on post. <laughs> I expect him to make the cut and contend because he's great off the tee. He's a good ball striker. He's good around the green. He has a complete game. So I like his consistency. He does well in these big fields. Matthew Fitzpatrick, best bet. Lock it up. Top twenty. Got it. All right. Top twenty. Jordan Spieth, best bet plus one hundred five. Oh, that was gonna be mine. So I'll take. I'll take, I'll take Xander. Top twenty minus one fifteen. So uh, we'll give we'll, we'll put those up for our bets. Uh, to the can you parlay back. that those three? Can you parlay in t- you, top twenty bets? If you I live, or if you if you live in a state where you're you have like legal books and they offer it, like mm-hmm. not not where we Par- live. Parlay those top three. Those are good. Fuck yeah, yeah. hell yeah! I wish That's I could do that fun. shit. Even my even my degenerate like local like illegal establishments won't let me do that shit. <laughs> Never mind <laughs> offshores. All um, right, pa- Pamela, thank you very much for coming on. Sorry, you got anything to plug before we get you out of here? Uh, college football, baby. Uh, my studying is going to start here, probably here in the next couple of weeks. So all my stuff is going to be found on Yahoo Sports and I am going to go balls to the wall because it is football season. And I am so excited. Hook them horns, baby. There we go. <laughs> so if you, to start your study, you should go listen to the, the college experience with, uh, with my man Colby on the Sports Game of Podcast Network. He is giving a pod of a breakdown of every single Fucking team, and it's yeah. uh, 
yeah, it's uh, it's 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 quite good. He's pretty entertaining. He's he's a, he's a straight degenerate like I am too, though. Um, but he know he knows he knows his he knows his college like insane. Like I'll text him on Saturday morning and be like, which shit FCS game am I betting today? And he'll tell me. And there we go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, right, Steve, what do you got? Anything else? No, that's it. Let's uh, have a very profitable open championship, and uh, yeah, let's make some money. Let's do it. All right, you guys know where to find us. Now we are on not Slack. Discord. Discord. Now we have a Discord. I can never remember that fucking word. All right, so now you you got to come find the Discord channel, um, and uh, that's where you can ping Steve. Uh, You'll find me there. You'll find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. Last major of the season, nine months until we get another one. So let's go hide, and let's go break the fucking show.